and welcome to a new episode of Culture Hang with me, Hannah. And me, Holly. Where we talk about popular culture from any time, any place, anywhere. And we just have a good time and we hang out. We do. And we want you to do the same. Yeah. Um, Bonus we... points if you're in pyjamas. Yes. We're recording this in pyjamas. <laughs> I feel like most people who tell us they listen to us never are relaxing. No, everyone's like, always busy. I'm, I'm on my commute. I'm walking somewhere. Like, <laughs> calm down, people. Just chill. It's fine. Are we leading you to stress or are we calming you down yeah anyway thoughts about us are always welcome mm-hmm. um phrase them as kindly as possible fragile creatures we're very sensitive but we are open to criticism yeah just phrase nicely <laughs> um but yeah if you've got any thoughts if you want us to look into something we'd love to hear it you can get in touch with us we have an email there should be social media link below yep. so you can dm us on any of those things um and we also have a patreon holly tell them about the patreon we do two bonus episodes a month uh we have celebrity corner where we focus on a celebrity that um isn't they don't have enough content for main episode but they usually very messy or Mm -hmm. much beloved or don't know what's going on with them generally just confusing confusion i think is the best way to sum it up yeah um we've done rihanna we've done cara delavine we've done Justin Timberlake. There's tons of we've Pete done a Davidson. Lot of There's a people, lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, did we do Jake Gyllenhaal? We also did Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Just any like, there's a lot of celebrities covered on there and men. celebrity couples. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of us being confused at male celebrities <laughs> all the time. Good time though. There's yeah. tons, tons to have, and we also do a bad book club mm-hmm. where we read a free, what's considered bad literature, but it's not. It's trash. We love and uh, we read one a month and they're free so you can read along with us yeah and they're usually a lot of fun yeah good time all around yeah okay so welcome back if you've been here before and welcome to new listeners welcome welcome we like to start this podcast (laughs) off by just looking at some pop culture from the week that we've just experienced um and then we'll get into the meaty subject of the day Mm -hmm. but what pop culture have you been seeing this past week well, as the dear listeners will know from clicking on the title of this, there's, yeah. they've come for one thing and one thing yeah. only. Um, but obviously we're going to cover that. So lots of the other stuff that happened were very, was very small, but just like very random. Yeah. Very strange. Uh, Azalea Banks. Yeah. Has started um, Instagram beef with <laughs> a philosopher called Shizek. I definitely pronounced that wrong. Haven't seen the ins and outs of it. No. I think it was an unfolding drama okay. as of record. Um, but just the fact that she's picked she's picked this man. It's really hard to not look at her and be like, she's so iconic. Because I recognise she's a deeply flawed character. But at the oh. same time, when you put it in those words, incredible. Why would she do that? So good. Of all the people in all the world. Yeah. What's this philosopher done? He... I don't know. I think she had to study him at uni. At oh. I think he was one in like the um the Norton anthology of literary criticism. Did you say that banks go to uni? I don't know actually. Good question. It feels like something do you not feel like she could have a doctor or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just up asleep. Yeah, she'd just whip that out one day and be like, Yeah, okay, I went to Oxford. <laughs> I would not be surprised. No. But I I would support her in that. I think she should be teaching. 
I don't know what she would teach, but oh, I think she could teach philosophy. I think most people could teach philosophy <laughs> because Hot I would day. love to know her life philosophy. Yeah, like just I just do whatever know. you want. Start drama with everyone. <laughs> say things that aren't relevant but are deeply aggressive. Maybe she wants to be studied by him. I imagine she does. I'd want to be studied by a philosopher. I would not feel like being a muse. Oh no, <laughs> I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> anyway, no. the um, other thing I saw was that because Love Island UK has come back um, this coming week. So I think it'll be like the second episode, second day. It starts on Monday the 6th of June. Um, but instead of a fast fashion company sponsoring it, it's eBay. Yeah. So all the clothes are secondhand, which is very interesting. We'll see how greenwashy um, the move is and whether they still have... All the usual fast fashion companies in their advertising slots in between and I mean, not just sponsoring the villa. But it's a good I yeah, I appreciate it's a good move. it. It's just so funny that like that they'll do a lot of that when they're in the villa and then afterwards everyone who goes on it usually gets sponsorship deals. Yeah, and the likelihood point, is yeah. they'll probably get sponsored by someone like Pretty Little Thing or something like that. <laughs> I mean Molly May, creative director. She's Good probably looking point. to make more links. Love Island alum. Exactly. Well, it's so, not going to be misguided, is it? Because um, they've gone down bust. the drain. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think it's a good move. I just, I, it's just funny that like a lot of what they're all going to make their money off isn't like the most ethical stuff anyway. I, I think that's think the, about that. That's such a good point. Yeah. yeah. But, as soon as they're out, they're unleashed on the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they're going to take any sort of sponsorship deal they can yeah. get once they're out. They'll take anything. Yeah. So like, they'll do like skinny tea and stuff like that. <laughs> Is skinny tea still going? I haven't seen no, any, I haven't but I would a while. believe Maybe it. the lawsuits worked. <laughs> <laughs> can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, anyway, we're not ignoring the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Uh, did I am? <laughs> I am. Is. I think it's pointless. <laughs> I'm sorry. I will ignore it. Anyway, what were we gonna say? Just the uh, the verdict was given, but it's definitely a topic that needs more attention if we are gonna cover it um, here than just mentioning trying to give a recap I I, in pop like, culture moments. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I will cover it. I don't think like I. Someone, everyone's gonna disagree you know yeah. no one's gonna have the same opinion on it yeah at all um <laughs> it, and i just don't think like i don't my feeling is that it shouldn't have been televised mm-hmm. and so i don't want to comment on it like yeah. i don't think that i should spread more into this oh it's a pop culture thing yeah it was a domestic abuse and then a um defamation defamation case like, i mm. don't think that that's pop culture i think that no. that's a case that should have been kept out of the public eye yeah yeah, yeah. And I don't really care about what people think themselves because now there is a very dangerous precedent being set that yeah. you cannot write. Well, essentially, if you want to write about your abuser, mm. even if you don't mention their name, you, you can still, court. yeah, and be sued. Yeah. And that's not me giving an opinion on either side. No. I just don't think that that's what's happened. <laughs> I don't want to. No. So that was it, because I know that in our personal lives, lots of people have been like, oh, you could talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> so I wonder if the listeners are thinking the to, same thing. If Holly wants to, she thing. can. I will step out for the, for the episode. <laughs> I have no interest to in it. I don't like that I have to sit here and see TikToks about it, mm. fan edits of, of like oh. the case, people praising Johnny Depp because yeah. he's done like... He, you know oh he, you know look at him laughing in court okay it's, but that w- yeah. like that's what happens but we shouldn't be praising anything yeah 
it's not about that it's about a fair case that's all it should be we shouldn't have our views of them as people in the world and of celebrity because of course that's going to impact how you feel Mm -hmm. i was not in the courtroom i do not have access to the documents i do not know all the facts i could sit here and blame one or the other but it's irrelevant yeah anyway (laughs) (laughs) just my opinion oh it's but it has been um absolutely exhausting all of it over the whole seven weeks of it i mean i saw a tiktok the other day i don't know how true this is because i haven't looked into it and do not have tiktok be your sole source of news um (laughs) that he is going back to court next month for like um assault against someone who worked for him oh jesus christ and again i'm not placing blame on like i'm not saying one side was better than the other Mm. but it just seems so pointless yeah anyway anyway that's the culture hang take on that trial um the other thing that i saw just this morning was that kim kardashian um is in trouble again she has been sent a cease and desist letter from a oh, yeah, I saw this. black owned is it a skincare brand yeah i think so and because uh she's stolen the name of this this so this woman's name is skin but it's about like s-k-k-n and then King Kardashian has done SKKN plus. So she didn't even try. And people were like offering so many other options. And it was like, you gave, you had so many other options and you've chosen to, again, steal a name. It's just, it's kimono all over again. It really is. Also, Kylie's skincare is just Kylie's skin, I think. And yeah. I get Kim skin. Is not the best. Kim skin. <laughs> there could have been something. Just you don't have it to. Rhymes. Don't make it like your skincare line doesn't have to have a cool name. Yeah. Not at all. No. <laughs> Just leave it be. Yeah. Like if it's good, it's good, and people <laughs> will use it. But like, no, don't steal someone's line. I also saw. I didn't read this article, but something about her commenting on losing all the weight for the to fit into the dress. Oh yeah. Which she didn't fit into anyway. Yeah. Um. And she, maybe this isn't it, but this was like on a BuzzFeed article. Let me just double check this because I do not want... Was it about her eating a particular... It was about her comparing herself to Christian Bale. Oh. (laughs) Which is why I want to check it. Because her argument was, well, Christian Bale can lose all that weight for a film and no one complains, but I do it. But I think that that is very different. Um, And I'm not praising... I Christian you... Bale for no, exactly. losing weight for a film. Which we have talked but about on this before, that, it's, that we don't do it. Like, don't support it. But also, when Christian Bale loses all that weight for a film, it's not to be like, this is health goals. It's yeah. him doing it to be like... A bit extreme. This is this My character aunt. is very extreme. I am reflecting that in their body. Yeah. I thought you were going to say um, she's in this... Because... In- she has done an interview recently where she said she would eat poo if it would make what? her look younger. Is that true? Yeah. Why did she, like, I would not look younger. But why would she say that when, like, she, they pay those plastic surgeons so right. much money? Just like... admit that you're getting plastic <laughs> surgery 
Yeah, she has compared herself to Christian Bale. Oh, there you go. Let me get you. Let me get you a quote, everyone. But yeah, you just like give the plastic surgeon some credit for once and yeah. stop trying to convince me that you'd eat poo. Um, <laughs> she said to me, it was like, okay, Christian Bale can do it for a movie role, and that is acceptable. And even Renee Zellweger gained weight for a role. It's all the same to me, but it's not because you're doing it being like. This is my body. For the dress. They're doing it to reflect a character. Yeah. And I'm still not saying that, like, either is good. I'm just saying those are very different things. Also, when they do it for films and stuff, they're not trying to lose all that weight as fast as possible. And even if they are, they're not saying that that's what people should do. No, it's never idolized. It's like, oh, it's a transformation. Oftentimes they do it for, like, a transformation, but it's commitment to the role. You're right. I know because I read something recently about Ashton Kutcher when he was playing Steve Jobs, which mm. okay, I don't even think many people remember that he was <laughs> apparently Steve Jobs was fruitarian or something. So mm, Ashton, you just eat fruit, I think. Okay. So Ashton Kutcher did the same diet, and he just made himself really ill over and over again. Mm. And Mila Kunis was like, "It was ridiculous. We were just going to the hospital all the time." Oh my God. So even yeah, so he didn't she, stop. He no. Just- <laughs> So, like, even when they do that sort of thing, it's not like they're like, oh, yes, this was very healthy. They're yeah. usually like, yeah, it was stupid. I'm not saying either's good, but I don't think they're the same thing. Anyway, moving on. Moving on, but the main thing that's been dominating my TikTok for you, Paige, and I'm sick of the sight of this man so much, is uh, Liam Payne went on Logan Paul's podcast. And what is the podcast called again? Impulsive. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> he went on and he just ran his mouth. He just shit talked. Well, I feel like we should just throw it back for one second to the the recent things we've had from Liam Payne. Yeah, the Oscars comment. Who could forget? Um, I just he for me he was on drugs. Oh, he yeah. may not have been, <laughs> but it's the only way I can rationalize behavior. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go on YouTube. Limping. He had a Oscars. very strange reaction to um, the Will Smith, Chris Rock incident. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, why is he talking that way? Because his accent yep. swings widely. He sounds South African. He sounds Welsh. He sounds <laughs> Irish. He sounds everything. But then someone compared it to a recent Harry Styles interview as well. And he was sounding Australian and then American. <laughs> so I just think these boys don't know what to do. I think they had two regional accents and then they've been thrown about different countries at a young age. They're so confused. They, they literally don't land. know what to do. And then if you add drugs to the occasion, oh. it just makes everything worse. What's coming out of your mouth? And next? I'm not saying that Liam Payne is on drugs. I'm just saying it seemed like he could have been on drugs. I agree. Yeah. I'm going to go hardball. He was on drugs. <laughs> okay, well, Allegedly, you can be sued no. by Liam Payne. Yeah. Back out, back out. <laughs> Allegedly, Holly believes he was on drugs. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're just kind of going to talk about One Direction beefing with each other, but really what it is is Liam Payne and Zane sort just, of... No, but the other thing about Liam Payne uh-huh. is that... Oh! This yes. was yeah, 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 yeah. awful, awful man. Um, so I was reading into it because I think you you definitely told as it was like happening. You told me about yeah. it. Yeah, a Stan Liam Payne Stan account was posting pictures yeah. of him and this brown haired woman on holiday, being yeah. like, "Isn't isn't him and his fiance beautiful?" Tagging uh-huh. her, tagging him. She comments underneath the fiance. The fiance. Comments. 
and says, this isn't me. I can't believe I've had to find out this way. But um, he's, yeah, he's cheated on me, essentially. And this is how I found out. Through a Stan account. Who was very innocently posting pictures. We got the wrong girl. And being very complimentary. <laughs> She's beautiful. Yeah. Like, it's not her. <laughs> they didn't, they were being nice. Yeah, they were being it, nice. It backfired. Massively backfired. So he's been exposed as a cheater. And, and this was really recent. Like, all yeah, these like last things week. feel like they've happened in quite... I mean, the Oscars was like a bit ago now, but... I mean, it's not been a great six months for Liam Payne. But I think when I saw... When I was reading about it, someone was like, why has he gone on this Logan Paul podcast? Is it to distract? Is he tra- Was he trying to like salvage yeah. his reputation from the cheating thing by actually making it worse for himself? Did anyone, did anyone comment on that? <laughs> no, that was just speculation. Do you something weird? And I, I'm pretty sure this happened. I was talking to someone and they they were telling me about one of their friends and then I was like, oh, what do they do? And they were like, oh, they're Liam Payne's social media person. What? Yeah, I know. So I, I feel like I could have got some inside gossip on it. Oh my God, you got some inside it, scoop. I feel also that could get me in more trouble with Liam Payne. <laughs> <laughs> Trying oh, to take this man down. How weird is that? Like every time I'm thinking about stuff like that, I'm, I'm, like, I'm thinking about the Logan Paul stuff and I'm like, I wonder if... Like, what the social media person's been doing yeah. this past week. <laughs> Just, like, sad, like, crying. I hate this job. <laughs> Panicking. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll get into it. I guess we'll start with Liam Payne, but just for backstory, if you didn't know. One Direction were a band. <laughs> <laughs> we're going right, right yeah, back. Yeah, they started on X Factor. Yep. They didn't win. No, um, they didn't win. Surprising. This was a thing. Okay, this I'm really into the X Factor law. <laughs> Up until Little Mix won X Factor, no group ever won it. It was known if you were in a group, you yeah. would not win X Factor. Good so everyone point. knew they wasn't they weren't going to win. Um, but Simon is like obsessed with them and puts them. To, <laughs> Simon Cowell puts them together, gets them like signed with him, mm. and gets them out there. Um, if you would like some really good content this today. Uh, just go back and look at the old One Direction auditions and performances. <laughs> so bad. I do not under- like. I'm sure they felt great at the time. But I think there's one where it's. I think it's like um, Viva La Vida. They're doing oh and God. they're doing like really intense shoulder work. <laughs> just go back and watch it. It's the choreography more than anything. And at the, at the end of the day, you can tell it's a bunch of teenage boys who are deeply yeah. embarrassed by what's happening around oh. them. They were so young. This is what yeah. I didn't because they were like bit older than us and obviously we were the direction at age i was never a direction i think i was too old i think i was like the year above i know some people my age when i speak to them were like yeah, yeah i was very into it but most people my age i don't think were as were. obsessed whereas if i speak to people like the year below me mm. i think i just missed the cutoff people always bit. had like a favorite lots of my friends favorites were zane or niall i they were like two individual friends had they were the favorites i honestly I, I don't know. I really did not know enough about One Direction when they were a thing. Other than, wow. yeah, I was really not 
into it. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I like... I, the thing is, like, the music would come on at, like, a school disco. Yeah. And I would vibe oh, with it. Oh, oh, Exactly. Like, it's very iconic and I love it. But I was not into getting to know them as people. Mm-hmm. Because I think at the time, you had to sort of pick a fandom as a teenager. And yeah. I was not into real life people fandoms. <laughs> and that's fine for people who were. But I was just too busy with my own individual yeah. fandoms. I didn't have time for more another one no it very much i I had all my hobbies i had my life i had hobbies i had school i couldn't then bring (laughs) boys into it whether they were in my life or on x factor anyway so as you probably remember at some point they broke up and maybe like two well no they didn't break up well zane left and then they went on hiatus and their hiatus never ended (laughs) they tried to tour for a year yeah after he left and i i that completely missed me i remember people being really upset that they broke up and instantly talking about a reunion tour and there was a film that my friends convinced me to go to the cinema and watch the like the film of their tour there being a film and i was like do you know what i quite like it this was the age the of these sort of films being yeah, a thing because yeah, yeah. i feel like it was Katy perry's tour yes, film was around the same absolutely. time um so you enjoyed this film i enjoyed the film i remember coming up and being like do you know what i have a newfound respect for these boys really? <laughs> look at their worth ethic they're just having fun and they're trying but they're non-stop around the world <laughs> working hard girl bossing <laughs> i i remember when zane left I, rem- I remember i was in it for the drama at that point like i i completely miss when i read i was like oh yeah that's how they broke up i yeah. share like i i was you know i was living for that drama i love when someone leaves a band well it's so dramatic as well like he yeah. burnt those bridges but also i think he didn't no. like looking into it i don't think he says anything that's like that bad no he just he talks about how unhappy not, he is. like yeah that's it and we'll get into it but a yeah. lot of what zane said is so like vague he'll just be like yeah, yeah. It, they didn't allow me to express myself like creatively yeah. that's essentially like the gist of what he says yeah. whereas like when Liam Payne goes off and we'll talk about him now he is very much like these are everyone I don't like in the band and I will share it <laughs> and I don't care like even just before we start there's one time where he just straight up is like yeah I don't like Sign of the Times yeah oh my yeah. god and he's like well it's not for me and you might be like well that's a fair thing to say like yeah. not everyone's music is going to be for everyone but it's your friend. Like, your yeah. friends can do things and it might not be for you, but you just say, like, oh, you know, I'm really proud of them. Mm. You don't have to... I don't care about your opinion. I think that's the problem. He offers his opinion too much and it just sounds like he is um, a bit homophobic, even though there's no confirmed things about how style sexuality and, you know, there's lots of discussions about queer baiting and those kinds of things. That's not really what we're talking about. Um... <laughs> In 2019, um, Liam said to this magazine called The Face, Mm. "Um, but with Harry, there's so much mystery around who he's become. I was looking at some pictures of him the other day and I just thought, I don't know what more I'd say to him other than, hello, how are you? I mean, look at the stuff I put out and all the stuff Harry puts out, polar opposites. And this was just after uh, Harry started carried the LGBT pride flag onto his stage and Liam actually made a song which was criticized for being biphobic um then he says and i can say that from my own experience with him but i just haven't spoken to him for a number of years because of our music i'm like the antichrist version to his christness i i just think he talks too much with but nothing it's just hot air that that makes little sense he called himself the antichrist i know 
and you really think <laughs> but what <laughs> no i i it makes little sense no i don't understand antichrist why does Harry he think Christ but i think that's a lot of it he does feel that he is very important because but how? he is but also I think if people were going to look at One Direction, if we were going to do a survey right now, and they were going to say, okay, who's the Antichrist in the band? And who's the Christ? <laughs> Everyone's going to probably be like, Zayn is giving Antichrist vibes. Yeah. And like in a cool way. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. he very much left band, yeah. fell from grace, you know? Yeah. Like had his share of rough times. He's giving Antichrist, like giving sexiness. Lucifer. We love it. <laughs> but Harry is probably giving Christ vibes. Yeah. In a very like, oh, he seems like a nice guy. yeah. And Niall is giving, like, choir boy. (laughs) Very much so. And then Louis seems nice. And Liam, I wouldn't even think of. No, I wouldn't. I forget. Same. I honestly forget. I forget he's there. If I was listing them, I'd be like, "Mm, who? Yeah. There's another one, but I can't. Oh, I can't remember. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's fine. He's not one of the bigger personalities. You can prove yourself. You can yeah. do your music, but I think as soon as you start comparing yourself to everyone else, people yeah. are going to be like, okay, well, we'll compare you then. And, <laughs> and you're not going to like what short. you hear. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's. Anyway, carry on. What else has Liam Payne said? Oh, in this, he basically says, he's bra- in Logan Paul's podcast, he brags. That Sorry, he's what's been the name the of Logan Paul's podcast again? Impulsive. Okay, carry on. Impulsive, the most important podcast um, <laughs> to date. <laughs> where I get all my information. Oh, I think we all get, like, that's my news source, Impulsive. <laughs> I did ask someone recently this question, though. What do you think is more of a red flag if someone came up to you and said, I'm a massive, like, impulsive watcher, like, has the merch and everything, or I watch, I listen to Joe Rogan. Rogan. Because they immediately went Joe Rogan. I don't think... No, I think Logan Paul. You think Logan Paul's a bigger red flag than Joe Rogan? Oh. Because I at least feel that... But and he did something okay not that long ago. Joe Rogan? No. I was going to say. <laughs> I know. Logan Paul has like... Didn't he call someone out? Oh, it was the Harry Styles uh, thing yeah. again. Yeah, where he was like, it doesn't make him any less masculine because he's wearing a dress. Exactly. Wow, that's just come straight back into my head. Okay, maybe... So I don't think Impulsive as a podcast, he seems... I mean, he has some terrible friends on there. But he does <laughs> seem to question them. Yeah. Whereas I feel that Joe Rogan just kind of sits there and goes, wow, I really opened my mind to this new idea. Thanks so much, Alex Jones. Yeah. I'm fully going to believe everything you've said because you've opened my mind up. And you know what? I'll listen to what any, like anyone has to say, except anyone that is slightly liberal. Yeah. Good point. That's really made me think about it. It makes you think, doesn't it? Everyone let me know what you think. Chime off, let us know. Also, I haven't listened to Impulsive, so. No, I haven't. He's probably said many a controversial thing. Oh, you don't want that voice in your ear every week, do you? No, probably not. Is it a weekly podcast? <laughs> Feels like something don't he wouldn't you? keep up with. <laughs> he would get, but he'd forget he has it. And then he's like, oh shit. And then Liam Payne emails him and he's like, I guess we're doing impulsive again. <laughs> Got him. He's yeah. on. <laughs> Booked. Um, so he says on this that he's the most successful one. Then obviously yeah, people... He actually says he's yeah, the most successful. He's had the most successful solo career out of all the guys. Not... But then you Google, you Google any of it. To be fair to him, his debut single was streamed over 800 million times on Spotify. I don't know how, because I didn't even know he what was made his music. debut single? It began with an S. I really didn't pay attention to it. I feel like I've heard one of his songs. And then didn't we, we brought up on one of our Christmas episodes, didn't he have a Christmas song with like one of the Ooh, Demelio sisters? That's, oh, that was, yeah, that was oh, recently. Is that him? 
I, yeah, he I'm, was. Yeah, it was him, right? So he's been doing, like you said, six months. He's been doing embarrassing shit for like. No, I think that was over. I think that was not this Christmas. Was that not I this think Christmas? that was last Christmas. Anyway. Oh, embarrassing man. Um. So then he says he as he's outsold everybody within the band. He hasn't sold out um a stadium like Harry Styles. He hasn't had number one on the Billboard 200 like Zayn Malik and Niall Horan. Um, the closest he came to outselling his 2009 album, which peaked at number 111 on the Billboard 200. So didn't even make it halfway. So he's just got a very big ego without it being backed up if you're comparing him to the other members of yeah. the band. So I don't know who, what stats he's looking at. But um, probably like his manager is being like, yeah, here's this one stat from like this, the numbers. Here's a stat from some random country in yeah. which, but in like where you are more popular than the other members, just somewhere really random, and that's it. That's <laughs> the stat he's seeing. Yeah, maybe it was Uzbekistan, lovely in pain. That's his niche. Yeah, Uzbekistan, Liam Payne. Oh, I love that. There you go. Yeah, there you go, everyone. Off the cup. Anyway, <laughs> so um, but it's funny you were talking about their audition tapes as well, because the other thing that he brags about. Oh yeah. He says, and from what I've heard, is that part of the reason One Direction was made was because of Simon's promise to me that in two years I'll make this work for you. So he kind of started with my face and worked around the rest. I was the honorary member of One Direction and he told me that story himself at his house. Right. His speech pattern is... It's very bizarre. Shocking. Not even... Like, you get past the accent, you see the words written down, you're like, what? It doesn't make much sense. Now, Simon Cowell, famously not the most trustworthy guy. Oh, he's um, he's the best person in the world. What are you talking about? Everybody yeah, loves Simon you're Cowell. Right, yeah. <laughs> Super trustworthy guy. Does he not seem like the exact person that would tell every different member, like... You're the, you know, you're the main guy. He in this is group. so manipulative. Yeah, he's, he's definitely joking. manipulating them against each other. <laughs> he probably sat them all down and went, you know, in a couple of years, you can make this solo. Like you're gonna yeah, leave the others yeah, behind. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're gonna make this. Yeah, I definitely feel he's like would have manipulated those boys one by one. Would have played them off each other. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, it feels like something. Maybe Simon Carl's words have just really stuck with Liam Payne. Yeah. Maybe they're still in touch. Maybe he's got it as like a written inspirational quote on like a mountain background or something above his bed that he stares at every day. Because I feel the others kind of shy away from talking about Simon Cowell. None of them mention him. Exactly. So it feels weird that he seems to be quite... (laughs) I'm not saying he's being overly positive about him, but he's like, oh yeah, well, Simon told me that personally. And the others will not talk about it. Yeah. Because there's probably some dodgy stuff that's going on there. 100%. Also, I'm just twigging was cheryl cole a judge on x factor at this time i don't think she was at this time i think this is when cheryl has no she was she was she was because wasn't he like a he there was a thing when they first got together that wasn't she they met when he was like 14 (sighs) maybe i've made that up Mm, let's do a quick fact check they first met in 2008 when he auditioned for the x factor (gasps) while she was a judge (gasps) he was 14 and he winked at her much to her surprise Oh no! Yeah. He was groomed. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, I do, uh, I do feel that I don't like Liam Payne. Well, oh, no. I don't really have enough energy to really feel much about that. <laughs> um, 
But from looking at what a lot of them have said, Liam doesn't really seem to recognise the bad times mm. of One Direction. I do feel that some of them... You know when you leave school and some people very much live in like an afterglow of being like, yeah. that was the best time ever. Yeah. And then some people after a bit are like, here are a bunch of things that happened that in retrospect... <laughs> dodge yeah dodge and like i don't view that as like a super positive experience anymore but some people just continue despite those little things don't Mm. never recognize them and always and that can that works for any situation i feel that some of them are like that in the band some of them Mm. have left and have been like actually no that was a terrible time yeah and some of them have like well we were selling out tours we were doing so well and i feel like louis tomlinson seems to a bit because he's the one that's always like let's do a reunion let's do a reunion um but some of them i I don't know it must have been quite a terrible time a lot of the time i think it was and i think you can see from the toll that it's had on zane exactly i think just looking at him by himself but i think with what is interesting though is that liam payne has talked about like struggling with alcoholism exactly he talks a lot about his mental health yeah and i just feel that at that like he says in 2018 he said that being in the band nearly killed him so as much as like i don't like what he says and not supporting him i I feel he's probably deeply troubled yeah like i don't think any of these no i don't think any of them can be like i think i think it's just probably rough for them all i think they probably had not the best teenage years and Mm. they shouldn't like if he was 14 when he auditions and then suddenly you're like the height of fame I don't it's know, that's so not going to, you're not going to come out of that normal, are you? No, absolutely so, not. So, I don't know, but then the more stuff he said on the Logan Paul podcast, like, it, there's some stuff I just find it hard to stand up from for, because the stuff he was saying about Zayn, he had so no place field, to say it. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm saying, we'll talk about Zayn in a minute, but everything Zayn says, I think he leaves quite... He doesn't really attack people personally. No, like he'll it's, be like it's the time and the genre and the yeah. A lot of it. A, the worst sort of thing he said is like none of them keep in touch with me. But then yeah. he also goes, "It's because like I don't really make friends yeah. very easily." Yeah. He does kind of recognize a lot of it is on him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's ever really been like this. This person's family is rubbish, <laughs> which is essentially what Liam Payne did. It's so to the whole world. Bad. It's so bad. Yeah. It's so just mean. Like, yeah, it felt mean. Can you imagine going on, even if you it's the person you fell out with that you were like, I hate them more than yeah. anybody in the world. They were awful to me. You would never get on a platform in any... And then start slagging off someone's family. Like I know, because I know that people are bringing up the quote the most that he says that he dislike Zane but he also says he says something like there's many reasons why I hate him and there's many reasons why I'll always stand up for him yeah so like that I take to mean they've got mixed feelings which is I think how yeah. they all feel towards each other yeah. I think that's fine they were teenage boys who were forced to hang out together all yeah. the time they probably didn't all have stuff in common and there's the been time. drama since then <laughs> yeah. it's they're not gonna be besties are they um but then he brings Zane's parents into it mm, and said that they weren't supportive yeah and, then, com- and compares them to his parents. Yeah, and being like, but my parents were so supportive the whole time. It was so annoying, actually. They were so supportive. Yeah, and he's, like, talking about oh. Zane's upbringing, yeah. basically. He says, but the end, he says, um, oh, yeah, whatever, this guy's a dick. But at the end of the day, once you understand what he's been through to get to the point and whether or not if he actually even wanted to be there, and then he, like, trails off, um, then he says... 
Um, I don't agree with all of his actions. Um, I commend some of the things he's done. I can't be on his side for that. But what I can say is I understand and I only hope at some point in their life the person on the other end of the phone wants to receive the help you're willing to give. Okay. And then following that, which is just... That didn't need to be shared probably. No. Like Anyway, following that he also brings up like brings in Gigi Hadid and I think we've talked mm. about this on our podcast before I think we talked about it on the Hadid yeah, podcast absolutely. that there was an altercation there yeah um so if you want to hear about it it's on there you can look it up as well um but their marriage did not end they weren't married together their relationship did not end very well yeah um and apparently for some reason Liam brings up this tweet by Gigi Hadid where she'd said like get yourself a respectful man or mm-hmm. something and then went well that didn't age well yeah which is so no matter how he feels about Zayn if he thinks that because he probably he kn- knows Zayn probably reasonably well to gauge yeah. that whether this seems like something Zayn could have done or not because the like allegation was that he had assaulted Yolanda yeah which is Gigi Hadid's mom. If he believes that Zayn is the sort of person who would do that, then he's joking about Zayn assaulting someone. Mm. If he belie- if he doesn't really have an opinion, he's still joking about yeah. someone being assaulted. Yeah. And if he thinks that Zayn wouldn't do that, he's still making a joke about a potential assault. Yeah. So, like, what was the need? What was the need yeah. to bring that up at all? Like, he could... And he won't mention it when he's saying, like, oh, there's some things I won't stand by. Yeah. But he just immediately <laughs> there is, like... Yeah, well, that didn't age well, did it? And I think as well, it's lots of little, like, embarrassing Z-less celebrity stuff that he does when he actually, like, is kind of plummeting himself down to that part of it. That it's like, oh, but Gigi Hadid, like, tweeted about me. I feel like that's the level, that's why he brought it up because they were talking about Gigi Hadid in a different um, thing because I think she tweeted, oh, right, this is it, I've just remembered... Jake Paul was in a hotel room beside Zayn Malik. Okay. Zayn Malik really didn't like this, apparently, according to Logan Paul. Like, this is the truth, according yeah. to Logan Paul. So he apparently was, like, kicking off, and they were just, like, had this big fight in the corridor, and then Gigi tweeted something not nice to Jake Paul. Okay. And this is what brought it up, and then he was like, oh, yeah, she, she told me I should be getting a respectful man, and uh, it didn't age well, did it? So it's, like, that kind of... Just like, oh, what you open your mouth? No, like, trying to be one of the guys and it just doesn't... No. Oh, it was, oh, it's all of it's just embarrassing. And then the other embarrassing thing that he says, um, again, being cagey, even though he's willing to share I know, share he's so it randomly cagey <laughs> at points, which makes me think bits aren't true. <laughs> so he was like, I'm not going to name names, but there was a point where it nearly came to blows. People think it's with Louis Tomlinson because in previous be. interviews, he's also said at the very beginning that they hated each other, they didn't like each other, and that um, they were fighting for leadership at some point or some really Which, weird... again, is not something he needs to share. And also, no. with the, <laughs> I read an interview with Louis Tomlinson, and in comparison to Liam Payne, he seems to be so humble. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I was not the face of the band. I was mm. not... He was like, I was not the best singer. I was not, like, the cool one. I was not the nice one. So I just made sure I was doing stuff behind the scenes. Aww. So, like, he seems, like, so much more humble in comparison to this. Like, yeah, being yeah. like, well, I had to find what I was like the best at and I did and it was like a lot yeah it seemed really wholesome (laughs) so it definitely I feel like it definitely was Louis Tomlinson yeah and then they said um 
there was one moment where there was an argument backstage and one member in particular threw me up a wall. So I said to him, if you don't remove those hands, there's a high likelihood you'll never use them again. <laughs> I've heard so many people using this on TikTok. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> so there's a high likelihood. It's his voice as well. The fact that he's using the least threatening voice I've ever heard. There's a high likelihood. It's like announcing <laughs> a train. Is like... that, it literally is, yeah. It's like, oh, I reckon whoever was doing it to him was not threatened in the slightest. I would laugh in his face. Can you imagine? If it's, there's, a high, a high there's a high likelihood you'll, you'll lose those hands and you'll never use them again very harry potter it's so harry potter like a thousand words yeah. where you don't need to this Absolutely. like overeducated children yeah for sure that is so ridiculous oh man so yeah they were the main revelations from it um yeah. but he's what i was surprised at is how many out of pockets things he'd said previously to that yeah i was like oh my god put this man back in his cage like isn't this he, is he's got a five-year-old this is what he's done since 2015 since yeah. the band broke up <laughs> like, i know and that i've seen so many tiktoks where they're comparing it to both harry and niall have done that james corden bit where they mm. have to can't remember what it's called but you have to eat something drink or something yeah you have to if you won't answer the question you eat something or you take a shot which also yeah. got into they eat like a they eat like a cow's tongue or something but yeah. that got into hot water as well because they were like um, the food that he was giving was just like food people eat, but it's just not food that James Corden would eat, essentially. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, but instead of answering questions on the band, both mm. Niall and Harriet eaten like oh. something that they would not want to eat and just like, instead of having to answer it. So yeah. I do think a lot of the others have been quite respectful and just been like, it's in the past. Bygones not be bygones. Talk about we were it. children. Yeah. Well, not at that point, but like... But still, they were... Stunted development. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Anyway. So yeah, so Zayn Malik. Yeah, so Zayn, 2015, Zayn leaves. Um, and I think at this point, like, it was it was big drama when Zayn left. It yeah. hurt all the One Direction girlies, and for that, I'm sorry. But... <laughs> there were tears. <laughs> there, oh, there was more than tears. <laughs> but One Direction did quite well with just the four of them. Like, they, yeah, had, they still yeah. had a good... I think it was an album after that that people still loved. Yeah. And Zayn did well solo for the mm. first like bit of time that he was solo. Yeah. Um. So I think if I think it could have just continued to go well. However, um, Zayn tweets pretty much immediately, like as soon as he <laughs> puts out his first new song, he's like, um, he basically says he's never explained why he left, but it was to be given the opportunity to show who he really is. Mm. Which immediately, I don't think that's that bad. No. How um, dare you? Like, he also like, calls the One Direction music at this point generic as fuck. Which, <laughs> okay, One Direction fans were very serious. Girlies were not coming for you. No, yeah. I understand they will have felt very betrayed by this comment. And I'm sorry, like, I feel like that must have been awful for yeah. you. That's not pleasant. But I think we can recognise that, like, that was the type of music. Like, and, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I love quite generic music. But yeah. that's general. like, I don't see that as a bad thing. No. I think he should have worded it differently, but he could have been like, because he's talked about in future that he would maybe, I think he said he would try and do like a bit more R&B or something. Yeah. And they would go back to pop. And if you're not into pop, you'd probably hate that. Generic as fuck was not the right wording, but I get what he's saying. <laughs> we understand the sentiment yeah. and so, agree, okay, probably. Th- th- <laughs> yeah. That is pretty bad, but I don't think it's worth like hating him forever. Oh, no. Um, and then like after that it just everything he says kind of suggests he never really wanted to be in the band Mm. and really paints a picture of a man that is just very deeply insecure and quite shy unhappy yeah it's not it's not very happy so in 2016 he tells an enemy 
that he's no longer in touch with the band because they don't reach out. But then he says he's... This is weird. He says he's probably the closest with Liam because they talk on the phone. So at this point, him and Liam are close. Besties, yeah. Which is so random to me that Liam now, like, even if you... I know that's quite a while ago now, but still, at some point, mm. you know, he was the closest to him. And yeah. Liam still felt that he could go out there and share this man's family life. Yeah. Anyway, but then this bit gets me. In 2017, Bradley Walsh from The Chase... <laughs> Have you seen this? This is so funny. Bradley Walsh album of covers beats Zayn's debut best-selling album. (laughs) Which is so good. And these were Bradley's words on it. I just laughed when I found out. I thought it was hysterical. I'm probably the oldest new artist Sony has ever signed. Niall Horan was sending me messages, laughing his head off. And I got a big congratulations from Simon Cowell. He thoroughly enjoyed it. So at this point, I imagine this really affected relations in the band. Yeah, how you reacted to... Because your first album leaving and then losing to Bradley Walsh which if you're not aware Bradley Walsh hosts a game show it's very rogue <laughs> that he would suddenly have an album out he the sings. fact that your first album it was still his first album was still pretty successful yeah, it just yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. do as well as Bradley Walsh's yeah the bat I imagine one, well as Bradley Walsh. <laughs> one direction at this point we're probably like that's so embarrassing for him yeah because it's funny yeah it is really you funny. gotta laugh at no, it was personally messaging <laughs> wait when did him and Bradley Walsh get in touch before swap numbers yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway um and then he it's just a lot of Zane revealing to different uh, magazines that he doesn't really speak to One Direction. So to Us Weekly once again said that and also said that him and Harry barely spoke when they were in the band. Mm. But a lot of it is not him being like... It's not like what Liam Payne said about Louis Tomlinson being like, we hated each other. Mm. It's him being like, I just don't really make friends very yeah. well. It's like, we don't talk. There are things... Um, he said snide things small things i never would have expected like the comments that were made like after he left and stuff so he was probably like well we i never really liked i was never that invested in them anyway i've come to resent this thing that's taken over my life and dictated everything it's just easier to cut it all off potentially and you're especially if you're trying to find out who you are yeah exactly like i like feeling the guilt of the band that you left and that he was in your wake yeah but I don't think, he, I don't know, because even, I think, who was it? Did Niall speak about it? And he was like, uh, oh, was it Harry? Oh, no, it was Harry spoke about it on Howard Stern recently and was like, that he now doesn't see Zayn leaving as a bad thing because it was mm. probably the best for everyone. And he yeah. said, um, especially in hindsight, looking at it now, the last thing that I would have wanted is for him to have stayed if he didn't want to be there. And I think yeah. clearly he didn't want to be there. Yeah. Like he's, everything he says paints a picture of quite a shy boy Mm. who was forced to interact with four other teenage boys and sent across the world with them and was not comfortable the whole time, didn't like what he was doing, didn't like the music they were producing and just seems deeply unhappy. Mm. But my favourite things are the way Niall talks about him. (laughs) So after the phone call to Bradley Walsh, Mm -hmm. any time Niall is asked about Zane, and I do feel bad for them because that, all even now asked about Zane. Years and years like, they've and got years, their own yeah. careers. Just I know. stop asking. It's such a boring <laughs> question. Be. The amount of interviews Zane every interview Zane does, it's like, mm. do you talk with the boys? Yeah. That no wonder he's giving snarkier responses now because yeah. he's probably sick of it. Anyway, so Niall gets asked a lot if he's in touch with Zane and probably gives one of the most 
honest answers ever where he's just like no but he's physically hard to get in touch with like he changes his number all the time which is so funny to me because it's probably clear that he's not changed his number he's just given Niall the wrong number or something Um, and he repeats this to several different sources and he's just like no I physically cannot get in touch with him and says I don't have any bad blood with him um, and that he's happy to get you know for them to get close again but then in 2021 Zane says that Niall's his favourite and that Niall makes better music than him and then says, I'm a Niall fan. Oh. So it does feel like it's come full circle. Like Niall was really trying to get in touch with him, oh. was calling all these numbers and just weren't right. <laughs> and eventually Zane was like, no, nah, I'm a big fan. Oh, he seems like the loveliest one. And I know that was always the perception. That's thing. But there's another, I think it was like for one of Harry Styles' first solo shows, he's in, he's just like beaming in the crowd, like watching him. This is proud, like smile on his face. (laughs) Isn't it? I just think he's a lovely person. Niall? Yeah. Yeah, I think he genuinely seems so nice because there's Like I think they're all lovely, but I think the way (laughs) that he's like his little support and he won't badmouth him and he's just like. I think he seems genuinely really nice. And also there was this thing, did you see this conspiracy a couple of years ago on TikTok? Maybe it was like two years ago where they were putting out all these old One Direction videos of Niall would be on stage trying to sing and the microphone wouldn't be on. So when he would go to sing, it would be silent. (laughs) And so this big conspiracy started that because Niall was not the strongest singer, even though I think he's not the worst singer in the band at all. I think he's probably... If I were to rank it, him and Harry are probably equal singers. Mm. I don't think... I think they're probably all okay singers. I don't think any of them are particularly strong, but I don't think any of them are bad. Anyway, so there became a conspiracy that they were his the management were turning his microphone (laughs) off so no one could hear him sing. (laughs) And one clip came out where it's like a close up on his face and he's he looks frustrated. He's trying to sing. Someone has to give him their microphone, and then everyone's like, he's crying. He looks so sad. And Niall just tweeted, "Turning off mics? You're joking." Ha ha ha! The stuff I read on here, and then he just goes, "It's technical issues." <laughs> Everyone <laughs> had built this whole thing up, and they were like, "The poor boy, the poor boy, traumatized." Silence. Silence. <laughs> he just went, "No, the, the mic wasn't working." He was probably just annoyed. He went to sing his big bit. Yeah. The mic didn't work, and everyone was like, "Simon Cowell, you bastard!" <laughs> He'd done nothing. He's standing there with like a big yeah, cord, and he just like, goes, <laughs> like really unplugs it. <laughs> And it's all for show as well. Like, God doesn't even do anything. He's just like, it's time. Niall's about to sing. Battery died. Yeah. Oops. But I just find, I do think he seems, Harry, of course, is like a very hard person to like dislike, you know? I think he just seems very likable. But Niall, I just think, has consistently seemed like quite a lovely person. And I know there was that TikTok that we'd both seen recently of that woman going up to him and being like, my daughter thinks you're in a band. And he's like, I'm not. (laughs) I know a lot of people were being like, oh, he's being really snarky. I just think that is how some Irish people are. And that, like, I don't think that's snarky at all. I think that's... It was so nondescript. It was literally just like... literally just turned to her and was like, I'm not. (laughs) He was under like this pergola or something. It's like outdoor seating. And it's this tentative shy woman coming up being with a cat again with your phone filming already instantly 
And it's just a very funny situation. She's like, oh, my daughter sent me over here because she says you're in a band. And it flashes to him. You're like, oh my God, it's not horrid. <laughs> she so has like... no idea who he is. She doesn't, he doesn't know who she no. is. It's all like confusion. It, it's two very confused people. It's very awkward as well. Yeah. And I think we and thought, she like, asked he's for being snarky. And I was like, no, that's like, just how. He's just been approached at dinner. Yeah, probably thinking think... he's fine. <laughs> I don't feel like there's anything wrong with what he said at all. He no. just responded. Anyway. But I also think as well, it's interesting with, Harry Styles because I think I haven't thought about Harry Styles being in One Direction for he many has a year. Distanced himself so well, so well, and I think it's very. He feels very authentic. I do think, you know, he's not the most incredible person that's oh, out. Yeah. But I love the new music. I really like the new album. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big supporter, and I watched Britney Broski's vlog where she met him. And I was just smiling the whole time. I think he seems like a very genuine person. I think the stuff yeah. that maybe people complain isn't genuine. That's not really down to him. That's often no. like management or the way yeah. his image was curated. But yes. I think if you actually watch any interview with him, he's very... I don't know. There's some celebrities that I watch and I just get a bad vibe from mm. them. And I know that, you know, you shouldn't be led by vibes. I'm going to put I it out there. It's your gut. But Let's oftentimes, Be led yeah, by the vibe. <laughs> I'm usually right. Like, I mean, I don't know if people remember. They will not. But when we first started this podcast, I was like, Ellen, wrong. Yeah. Months later, Ellen, <laughs> all this stuff came out. And everyone's like, yeah, she's mean. So sometimes you should trust your gut. But it doesn't yeah. mean you should sway other people no, by no, your no, gut. No. But I just, every time I watch an interview with him, I'm like, he seems like such a genuine person. He I'm... talks to every person in the room. Yeah. And so in the Britney Brosie thing, she's got her cameraman editor and then her best, she brings her best friend. That's really sweet. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, I love that. And I mean, I love like her too. Yeah, we love yeah. <laughs> but just like that you want to share it with your best friend. I know. Or it's just she probably needed the, the emotional thing. support, to be honest. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, would not hand it. She, but it was so lovely watching her do that because it was like, that's probably how we'd all act if oh, we encountered sure. somebody that we'd loved since we were children. And then... Yeah, that's how I act if I see anyone like marginally famous. I just yeah. don't really know how to cope for a moment. So no. if it was someone I actually cared about, I'd be like, oh my God. On the floor. <laughs> oh yeah, for <laughs> On the sure. Floor. But he in- he introduced himself to the cameraman and the best friend and says hello. And that's just like, I remember watching a, ages ago a Robert Pattinson interview where he did the same thing. He yeah. said, thanks so much for your time. To the-. And it's just like tiny little things that you just think... Yeah, this is a person acknowledging other people yeah. in the world. And it must be really hard to stay that grounded because you've got people like literally overwhelmed and crying because they're in yeah, your yeah, presence, yeah. which must be bizarre. Oh, for sure. But it was just a really wholesome interaction. And I think it's so weird to think that he was in one direction. <laughs> it's really weird. But also, can we just briefly talk about... Do you remember that Tumblr thing? It was fully a joke that, that Harry Styles and um, Obama had had an affair. <laughs> I didn't see this. <laughs> it was I a Tumblr thing this. back in the day. And this it is related to me oh. thinking Harry Styles seems very genuine. But it was like a hoax magazine cover where it was like, <laughs> you'll never guess who Obama is having an affair with. And it was like <laughs> Harry Styles' face. <laughs> but it just became like a Tumblr joke, you know? Yeah. A big joke on Tumblr. And then... Harry was on Graham Norton and Graham was doing this thing where he was like, I'm just going to read rumours about you out and you react and off your reaction will guess if it's true or not. <laughs> Love that goes, bit. What a great bit. <laughs> and he's like, you have had an affair with Barack Obama. And he was like, he just kind of smiles a bit and then goes, I'm legally not allowed to say. <laughs> and then Graham went, 
do you want to see a picture of him? And he went, don't, it hurts. <laughs> so I just think like, he's he's quite hard to dislike. I, yeah. I really would not want that to be my hill to die on that I disliked Harry Styles, you know? <laughs> I think that would be so difficult to yeah. like keep up with. And if, you know, if in a couple of years it comes out that he is the worst person in the world, I'll be surprised. I, I, I can't. I, yeah. Don't get a bad vibe from him. Not at, at all. all. And to be honest, as much as they all like, they're all in quite messy places at points in time. Mm. I don't get really bad vibes from any of them. Like Liam Payne, probably the most. Just needs help. I think they probably all need a lot of therapy. Yeah. Um. What's Louis Tomlinson up to nowadays? I don't know. He's kind of just I think dropped he just off. Does things. I think he does some music. Mm. Um. He's had a lot of tragedy in his life, to be fair. I know, so, like, whatever he's doing, I wish him well. And to be honest, everyone's quite positive about... I mean, other than Liam Payne, but I don't think Liam Payne... From the sounds of it, Liam Payne just didn't like that band, but will not admit it to himself. I don't think he likes anybody. No, I don't think so. Sounds like he treats uh, childcare like babysitting as well. Poor Cheryl. I know, and, like, did we ever think we'd be team Cheryl? I don't know, but I am in this, like, circumstance. Look after your bear. (laughs) Oh, the fact they named that baby bear. Baby bear. Bear, bear pain. Baby bear. Baby bear, baby bear. No, that's baby, baby born. Baby born, that baby was born. it. But doesn't born mean bear? Bjorn? I don't no. know. I've never thought about it. Um, I do really like, there was one year that Jack Whitehall held the Brits and he went over to Liam Payne and Cheryl Cole and was like, shall we say hi to the little one at home? And they were like, yeah. And they liked him. They were like, hi, Bert. And Jack Whitehall went, hi, Niall. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a very good joke. (laughs) But, um, and they just looked, they looked so surprised. Like, Cheryl was just like, I don't have a child name now. (laughs) So, but I I think Louis Tom, I don't know what he's doing, but I I wish him well with whatever he is doing. And Mm. from, like I say, everything that I've read about him, and what they've said about him, he seems like quite a genuine guy. Yeah. I think, like I said, there's an article where he kind of just talks about it. He seems very humble. What I do want to bring up, because I found it quite funny amongst all the sadness and the feelings. Yes. Um, <laughs> 2013, they, all the all the guys in the band. All the guys. All the guys have a Twitter feud with The Wanted. This is incredible. But also, I feel like I might be team wanted because they've had their own tragedy recently. Yeah, or so, yeah. so, so sad. Anyway, tell me about it. Um, Zane called Max George chlamydia boy. Why? Is there some story behind that? I don't. I, I feel couldn't like, find it. It just took me know, straight to the tweet. Does everyone know who the wanted is? They would. I feel like they were probably One Direction's main competition, but even so, they weren't providing that much competition. They also weren't like. I don't think they were as big in America. No, I don't think they made they it. They sang the song "I'm Glad You Came," which is like yeah. sun goes down. The stars Do you know what they had some hits? They had it's some a hits. good song. They were big at the disco, and if they came <laughs> on the club now, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, I knew this girl who has now named her baby after Why? Tom Parker, who died. Oh, she's just had the baby, and it's called Parker. And she used she used to follow them like. Follow I feel them. like everyone I know knows someone who was obsessed with the wanted. But That's then I also knew like, like a obsessed. close close friend used to run like a massive um Stan wanted count that she she got like a jumper printed. You know this it's a person I'm still friends with today. Hello, you know who you are if you're listening. She got a <laughs> <not listening>. hoodie <laughs> with her Twitter handle 
like posted on the back and people would come up to me and be like oh my god you're the um you're the girl from twitter that runs a stan account she was famous in the wanted community that's so strange but i feel yeah the wanted were big (laughs) yeah but like bigger than i ever realized because like i say as adults everyone i speak to now well it just randomly comes on to like oh yeah i know someone who was obsessed with the wanted like i was not aware of it more people like i know more people that say that than one direction 100 percent. i think wanted had a bigger hold on the people i knew than one direction isn't that weird yeah i don't know why what went on like (laughs) i think maybe the people i knew at the time when one direction were big because again i do think i was just a little bit older than Mm. the main audience um they were quite embarrassed to say if they were actually a massive fan Mm. so they wouldn't really address it but like i will say now if a one direction like club night was here i would go yeah like i I, very fun yeah I i think they had great music yeah like generic as fuck but i loved it we love it when it comes on i am happy oh honestly for sure. it's it's incredible stuff it's a nice little bit of oh i know and there's one song that's always on the radio when i'm at home i think it might be like maybe it's history or something like that and my mum absolutely loves it she'll just be like she'll stay in the car we'll have finished driving and she's like can i listen to my favorite song so she's a stan um without even realizing <laughs> What's the name of this band? They're great. They're, she wrote, she's like, them? this is a new song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All your little things. No, it was like, you and me got a whole lot of history. Oh, is that them? Yeah, right? Like, people love I this song. I no idea. <laughs> I think it is. Because I think that it was like one of the last songs because they were like, we're, you know, this yeah. is ending. But we have a lot of history together. Oh, yeah. and that's the thought to end on, I think. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, my finishing thoughts are probably the fact that any of these boys are functioning quite well now. Hats off to you, mate. Congrats. You've all made it to what, like mid- late 20s? I don't <laughs> think we like to think about it like this, but essentially they were all child stars. Yeah it's been put into that frame now they are child stars who have been used and abused and were sexualized from a very young age as well we didn't even talk about how stars and caroline flack but it's it's too messy it's too messy but you know it was a thing and yeah there's a lot of probably trauma that's come from their fame at such a young age yeah and you know if some of them need time away from the limelight have as much as you need and that's probably for the best yeah and probably do that instead of go on logan paul's podcast is what i would say avoid logan paul's podcast i think andrea rogan's i think <laughs> just avoid podcasts like i would it's not the medium for you no babe. i'm gonna even say it like for if even if they came to us and they were like can we come on the podcast i would want to say yes but i think for your mental health we should probably say no <laughs> I, do know, yeah. I mean it would be great for us but i think morally it's probably wrong yeah, so we're not going to do I it. I don't want to exploit these boys and be <laughs> and for like the, be the millionth person that's been like, so yeah. are you still in touch with Zane? Tell me more. Who did you hate the most? I want to say to the journalists, get better questions. Yeah. I've I've read so many articles where it's like, who's in touch with Zane? Are you still in touch with the boys? Yeah. Who's in touch? What do you think of Harry's new stuff? Ask better questions. Be like, do you have any hobbies? I know, because I wonder if they do. I think now likes golfing. He loves golfing. Sometimes my dad's watching the golf and now Horan is there what's he doing like there's this golf thing where celebrities play as well and niall is always playing Aww. he's he loves golf and i'm thinking maybe that's how him and bradley walsh met oh because bradley walsh also really likes golf and i know this because i've met bradley walsh 
in a golfing environment. I didn't know this about you. Um, yeah. He, him and my dad have played against each other. No. Yeah. And Bradley Walsh won. I feel like to this day, my dad would tell you it was rigged. <laughs> yeah. So I know that on good authority. I feel like I've had a lot of like, I feel like it seems like I'm in contact with a lot of celebrities. You today. are. I'm really? not. <laughs> I'm not. Very much not. Need to do a mental health check on the person that runs Liam Payne's Twitter or whatever oh, it was. <laughs> it's been a rough week. Been a rough year. <laughs> but yeah. Also, I'm pr- pretty sure they run it from Manchester. Really? Might be wrong there, but like, yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure they they live in Manchester. Northern based. Look at that. I know. Well, I guess you can do it from anywhere. Yeah. Good point. Anyway, I can't, imagine if that's fully a lie. Like they lied to me. <laughs> they lied to you. They were like, and I'm like, yeah, really I know funny. the person who. Do- I've never met this person either. <laughs> It's just that I know someone that knows this person. And I think that I knew about them because they were... Well, this is why they must be based in Manchester because they were going to see the new Batman film <laughs> in Manchester. So... I love that. Yeah, I wonder if they liked it. Because Maybe they, they like connections did, in this yeah. podcast. <laughs> Maybe they did a post afterwards on Liam Payne's like, Twitter being like, love Batman. <laughs> Who knows? Very anyway, wholesome. Yeah. That's it from us today. Yeah. What do you think about One Direction? Were you a big One Direction fan? Um, sorry, we... a direction, Hannah. Get it right. Oh, sorry. See, I was just so distant. <laughs> I was just not aware of it. <laughs> um, were Were you a Larry fanfic oh, writer? Man. I don't even think we could have covered all that. Um, and what do you think about the new Liam Payne drama? Um, do you think we've been too kind to Zayn? I just think the boy needs some help, and I think he needs some distance <laughs> from the world. Yeah. Just leave him alone leave him alone you know yeah i think they all need to be left alone yeah 100 percent. but the ones that aren't you're doing wonderful work yeah carry on carry on <laughs> carry on harry with your new album and your acting oh yeah and potential baby it did i have been seeing too much to cover there but we'll see if you <laughs> we'll see if there's a harry styles baby on the horizon and then niall will be the only member of one direction not to have spawned offspring <laughs> oh my god I didn't even think of that yeah childless niall horan <laughs> yeah his child is gone <laughs> okay right thank you for listening Bye bye